0: another episode of the decision hour i am your host Adam bird i'm uh (laughs) to say that i'm pumped about this interview today is is an understatement this gentleman that i have with me today uh one of our nation's heroes and and, and when i say hero like we we define you know we define hero on the on the the parent network you know military veteran firefighter first run etc right uh, he he's he's he definitely fills the gap in in one of those, but he, he does so much more. <laughs> other than that, he's like a like a real life living hero. Like you you watch him and stuff like that, and and it's following this guy now for the last I don't know six eight months something like that, almost coming up on a year I think that that I've known this guy, and it's been a blast talking to him uh, every single time. So without further ado. Uh, I'm gonna bring on my friend. And I'm gonna butcher his last name again. We were just talking about this, Ken Cor- Corleano. Did I say that right?
1: Hey, know. that was pretty. That was that was a, that was that was a valiant attempt at <laughs> Italian. That was pretty good. Damn. I'm sorry, brother. But that's <sighs> why they call me Air Force Ken. Air right? no Force Ken,
0: to- I love that. Listen, and and real quick, what, those that are listening to this right now, you are, uh, you're on the internet already. So open up another browser, and go to his website. Ken, what's the website?
1: Yeah, uh, KenCorigliano.com, or you can just Google Air Force Ken, and it should be, like, one of the top hits.
0: And, and this is going to be, I'm telling you, <laughs> this is going to be so much fun tonight, guys. I'm, I'm telling you. Ken, first off, thank you for being on the show, brother. This has been a long time coming. We've talked about it. We're here. Tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself
1: yeah sure so i'm an air force officer currently lieutenant colonel um i do uh intel work i haven't publicly disclosed that until now but it's going to get out sooner or later so uh, i i specialize in high technology threats to our nation um i'm specializing in china right now and bringing innovation within the department of defense Um, to make sure that we uh, deter any adversaries from attempting to mess with us ever again. Um, On the side, I do a lot of AI work. I'm on the President's AI Council. I'm very, very, very proud of that bestowment, and I take that job very seriously. Uh, We move around hundreds of millions of dollars in grants and um, create the President's uh, priorities for AI investment throughout the entire nation on behalf of the, the United States, which is great. Uh, started the quantum working groups for the intelligence community and for the Air Force, uh, also on high-performance computing, um, let's see, big data, ubiquitous technical surveillance, like all kinds of stuff uh, that I'm doing like currently. I'm also an entrepreneur. I own several businesses. Uh, one is a custom sublimation. We make the best clothing in the world. I'm wearing it boom, right, ha- right there, legend born. Also own a little bit of uh new calm, which is uh, the only system in the world that can help regulate your autonomic system without medication so. i've been in and out of the medical community for 15 years now uh, mostly unsuccessful so I had to take it in my own hands, and so I bought a company that does it right. So super excited about that uh, also on the esports foundation i'm on the board of directors for warrior gamer we put on the Dod's esports competitions and veterans affairs. And we have lots of universities that show up, uh, to participate against the military folks who are actually really darn good. Uh, also board of directors for transcend foundation. We do hormone replacement therapy, peptides, and, uh, mainly address invisible wounds of our nation's heroes. And we do it really, really well. We actually think we're the best in the world. Uh, so that's a little bit of what I'm doing right now.
0: Yeah. So what he's saying here, folks is, uh, he doesn't sleep. Uh, because the guy is a, just a machine. I, I you go to his website. and When you go on the website, you look at like a comic. You could write a f- a full novel on just his accomplishments that he that he has done. This guy, I look at this and I'm just like, I am a lazy piece. Like I need to get. <laughs> I thought I was busy. I was wrong. I was wrong. This this guy's doing it, and he and he's doing it right. And you're doing so many just cool things like you you want it, you want the cool guy they broke the mold it's air force ken like and all the air force i know that because it's big military listeners behind me put all the air force jokes aside this guy like no uh-uh i wouldn't mess with him wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't mess like he do some flying monkey stuff just get you and then the, just the knowledge that you have, man. I, I I truly appreciate who you are, what you do, and I'm honored to be a friend. Um, you you oh, let's you know
1: let's fill that hole in for people though. I totally left that hole. I I'm also a world ranked athlete in multiple sports. Uh, was on Ninja Warrior this year. Yeah, I was on uh, Netflix Ultimate Beastmaster uh, a few years ago. Uh, I'm nationally ranked in triathlon. I'm actually leaving this weekend to see if I can get a number one slot in the nation it would be really great. Um, so that's his, uh, just, his <laughs> comment about like, doing
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> it's mind blowing everything that you, that you do. And that's, and but it's, it's so cool. Cause I watched the Ninja warrior this year and I'm just like, dude, that's my dude right there. Like I, kn- I know him like that. It's and then you know you telling me all the other crazy athletic stuff that you do. How do? Let me ask you this: with your your day job being in the Air Force full time, and which as as a fellow veteran, thank you for what you do. I very much appreciate that. How do you balance your time with that, your athletics and and family with that? Because I know there's people out there that just like, Oh, I got to, I don't have enough time because I work. And then I try to come home and spend time with family and don't do that. How do you find balance?
1: Sure. Yeah. So when I started in triathlon, the coach told me I'd, I'd never be good. Uh, I was 25. I couldn't even swim across the pool. Um, and he's like, look, man, you know, you have to start this when you're young you at 10 years, 10,000 hours, all this nonsense. And it, Oh man, it really pissed me off. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't like People tell me I can't do something and that no no matter how much work I put in, I can't be. So what I did was I made a decision because I I observed that people who were the best, even the greatest at something, that's all that's it. Like that's all that they were doing right? Um, at that time. And they lacked all this other stuff. And no offense to Michael Phelps, but like I met him and I was like, this is, it's clear, like his social interaction know, in, and in, around people. And like, you know, that he, it just wasn't It's was just like, hmm, he sacrificed a lot of um, social time to be the best. So what I did was like, well, how hard is it to be top 10%, right? Well, not actually, nowadays, it's not hard. Right. And so I'm like, whew, if I'm top 10% in three things, like you're gonna know my name in all three disciplines, because being top 10% actually gets traction, right? People yeah. know who you are. And every once in a while you might be the top person, right? Depending on who shows up. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be top 10% um, officer, be top 10% in triathlon and ops course racing. Uh, and, and I just started like, like, what's the hardest thing? Quantum, man, I failed all of my math courses. I didn't even pass a single math course in high school and didn't take any in college. And I did a keynote speak speech on quantum information sciences to Congress, right? So, like, I just I just dove in and I was like, where where is where is like the ten percent people, yeah. you know, percentile? And I just did what they did, and how I did that was I studied the people who are the one percent, and I and I just listened and absorbed as much as I could, and I'm like, man, all I have to do is spend about ten to fifty hours studying the one percent, and I'm at ten percent, just boom, right there. So it wasn't really all that hard um to be that point but to get to get from 10% to 1% is 50 times harder. Yeah. So let me explain, right? So like if you can run a sub 6 minute mile, you're you anywhere you go in a race, you're going to be top 10%. You might even win, right? To run a sub 6 minute mile is not hard. That's now you can do that in 20 miles, 25 miles a week. I don't know. For, you know, a 6 six months, right? <laughs> But to get sub four minute mile or sub five minute mile, yeah, that's takes. Why waste your time? Right. There's always going to be someone else who puts in a little bit more time. They beat you, and nobody cares about you. Right. But if I can hit three, four, five, six different disciplines and be top ten percent, like I will know all of the one percenters because I'm going to be competing against them, right? And so I know all these people. I know all the people who are one percent in AI, quantum triathlon, ops course, racing foundations, right. Venture capital too. I did a venture capital fellowship just two years ago at department of defense. Like I know all the one percenters. So that was like my cheat code was just be 10% show up, know what the one percenters do, but don't have to do it. And good. That's a huge man. That nugget right there is, is, was for me. Now worth millions.
0: Right? I, I I literally can I I have never ever and I've you know I've done this for a long time. <laughs> I have never once, anywhere, have heard it broken down to like that. And like my mind is so blown <laughs> right now, because yeah. it make because it makes sense. I think as a, whether it's an entrepreneur or or, or anybody, you know, I'm gonna be the best at this. then you look at, well, I got to see what the top person's doing. Sure. Study that. But if you can, if, and they're like, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best. You can be in the top 10%. And everybody's going to know your name. That opens up a whole lot of doors of opportunity for people.
1: That's right. And you know what too, is like the top 1%. There, there's like this curve and I know I'm going to lose a lot of people on some of this stuff, but like there's a curve, right? To get to one the top 1%, there's like, what's this, this law of diminishing returns, right? Right. So what that means is you, the more you put in, there's a point where you are actually starting to lose traction because you're putting too much in, like in sports, it's injury that's called injury. Right. Right. And so like, what I noticed with the top 1% is they're, they're in it so much and so long that they start to lose and negate these other things. That then they have to spend capital whether it be time money or reputation on regaining those things so like people go crazy over david goggins right the problem is he has all dysfunctional relationships in his life that's a that that's a charge that you have to pay right to be as crazy as him yeah right and he's he's not people idolize him that's great do not be david goggins yeah do not because you will have all these other debts that you have to pay that you ran cash those checks on relationships on all this other stuff that now you you are that person that is might I'm not saying he is now but is dysfunctional in personal relationships or whatever it is right so the
0: is the key then is to find a happy balance to to be at, at in the top 10% but then find that balance that a keeps you healthy not just physically, but mentally, it, it it sounds like as well. And I'm trying to, my mind's scattered right now. I'm trying to figure out the words of like, you know, if you're if you're doing X, then you want this, or it's almost like the we hear it commonly in 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 in, uh, in the business world is that, you know, the uh, work family balance uh, there, and and then you don't really hear about anything else like you know, make sure you spend time for yourself. Me, I'm an outdoors. I like to hunt, fish, hike. I, I And if I don't make time for that, I'm not a good person to be around. So I, right. I I try to make that. But then at the same time, seeing family, more than just the holidays, spending time with the wife, calling my kid, uh, stuff like that, great. But I, I still need time for Adam as, as well, doing the things that I enjoy so I can keep that balance. And then, of course, you, know, you and I are, are very much cut from the same cloth in a sense of the entrepreneurial side of things, everything else you are way (laughs) uh, up there, but I I have to have my hand in a lot of different things, you know, several businesses now and and whatnot. And you, and you get that. So.
1: Yeah. And that's like, I mean, that for me, that extended to like relationships. And so I read books on the greatest and interviewed and researched the greatest relationships right yeah. the best relationship you have with your kid the top one percent dad like doesn't have a job yeah right probably is trust fund kid or is has made it somehow some way right or whatever it is i i don't know what right. the, the requirements right. are but like i i can't do that right and so top 10 percent dad that's a great dude yeah and that's an awesome dad yeah right and I mean the delta between 10% and 1%, the kid's not going to even really notice, right? right? And then husband, right? Like, what are the give me the check boxes for top 10%? Like top 10% hubby. And and know that, okay, I'm gonna start weaning off these other things because my athletics thing, you know, is only gonna last however long my body lasts and whatever. And there's diminishing returns. So let me go back and go up to maybe the top five percent for being husband or a father. Or whatever it is right right and so i 100 i come home man i'm like how can i be like number one dad right now like what is he doing oh he's present oh you want to play with this little train i got a phone call from work or whatever it is that shit waits like let's play with the train let's do the little puzzle that's hard dude to switch like back and forth but that's what you got to do
0: you got to make it a priority right
1: oh well What I don't like is I don't like um, the analogy of work life balance because you put a credit in work and then you put a debt in life. Okay. You put a credit in life, you put a debt at work. Okay. So I'm actually negotiating with a really good author friend of mine to help me write this book called The Credit Debit System of Success and Leadership. Right. And so like. You do not give yourself debts to pay. I do not like the work-life balance. It is what fires you up. If you're lacking in a space of like either your relationship, you find something that lights that at, like just lights you on fire. We're like, this is not going to fail. Right. And I'm really good at that. And you saw that with me and you, right? Oh yeah. You saw that. Like I'm good at that, man. Just got to get something that lights you up and you just apply it to that area that you have lacking.
0: So now my question to you then is you find what lights you up, but Ken, with you, you have so many things in a lot of different areas for a listener out there that, that is kind of in that same boat where they're doing a lot of different things and they're having a hard time, this and that you're saying light it up. What, Give, give another example, or if somebody that's listening right now that wants to get started in that, like, hey, I, I want to do this, how do I go about doing that?
1: Sure. Yeah, I, I would say that society, this is the number one issue, is pa- is passion, right? You're not happy at work, you just don't have passion, or in your relationships, or whatever. So what I do, and I was actually talking to Courtney Courtney Starkey, my hypnotherapist, she's been awesome, oh, she's man. she's great. Like, she's great. Yeah, she's great. So what we do back and forth is we're like, okay, for me, I ask somebody, hey, what is it that you would die before you let happen? Yes. And the sentence doesn't make sense. And it, and it does that on purpose. It's called neuro-linguistic programming. It makes your subconscious open up and go, wait, 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 I'm confused, wait. And that, that inserts a hole that I can put a key. And so for me, like, I had a brain injury and I was confused and I couldn't think, I couldn't really talk. And I was irrelevant in society. People didn't have patience for me. They were they were just like, get out, you know, like whatever. I'm on the phone. They'd hang up. And that that feeling of being irrelevant. I cannot describe that, man. It I mean, it's such a horrible, horrible feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm never, ever going to be irrelevant. And no one in my life is going to be irrelevant. If I can, if I can do something about it. So for me, my goal now is: I don't care who's at my table or who's on the phone with me. I'm going to add value to them. If if the president calls me, I'm going to give him something he's never had before. Like I'm going to add tremendous value to this human being. I don't care who it is. And so I know I try to learn all of this stuff, right? Like I have this tennis guy. I can't I can't tell him tell his name, but he's trying to get number one in the world, and like I didn't know anything about tennis man I don't even know how to hold a racket right I don't need I don't know anything about it and I'm like man I gotta learn so I learned about like the key what are the one percent doing and I was like hey are you doing this man are you doing this are you doing that and it made me relevant to him and he's like Ken I never had anyone talk to me like that yeah. and I said well I don't I have nothing to lose man you know like I'm you're my friend you're not paying me I'm not paying you like this is transformational not transactional and I like, you need to get your shit together yeah and he's like dude that works for me actually And I was like, yeah, well, you know, so that was, that's my goal is no matter who's on the other side of this face, like I want them to leave and go, I am so glad I met Ken today. Yeah. That's, that's my goal, man.
0: And, 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 and I can, as somebody that's had numerous conversations with you on the phone and we, we've talked, you know, business stuff. And then, and then we've just, you know, shot the shit from time to time. It, I always feel, full and i feel motivated when when i w- after talking with you because it's like oh my god this guy is like just crazy crazy smart and everything that you're doing and you're like okay i've never heard anybody ex- you, you might be explaining something to me and i wish i could remember the last conversation that we had because i remember getting <laughs> off the phone i was just like what the hell just happened like i'd never like shit he, that made sense to me. And it was like, sh- the next day I was just like, I'm going to lift the earth. And, and did, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Give, give your website one more time. And, and then where they people can find you so that, that those that are listening, where they can find you on social media.
1: Yeah. Just Google air force Ken, as in Ken and Barbie, you do it right on Google. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on YouTube. All those I have, uh, I think Instagram, I like 60,000 followers or whatever like that. So my results should be fairly good. Yeah. Or you can just Google Ken Corigliano, C-O-R-I-G-L-I-A-N-O. And you go to Ken as well. Um, I got some nice stuff. It's basically, I use that as like my resume or if I someone calls me for an interview and they're like, hey, can you give me a CV or I, I just do Ken Corigliano. I, I don't want to ever do resumes ever again. <laughs> it has videos. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll put this video up there and this audio on there and so I'm trying to like cron like you know do my whole life in chronological order.
0: Hey, so, so listen up. He, those of you that are listening, I got other podcasters, there are shows that have ties with other, you know, bigger media outlets and whatnot. You heard it here right here. He's taking interviews. You you want this guy on it. Go go to the website like he said, Google uh Air Force can check it out it's prepare to be amazed is all I got and say. I
1: answer every every message on all those platforms too like sometimes if I do a show or whatever like it can get out of control but I 100 answer every single one and I pledge to do that for the rest of my life oh
0: man I got a couple more questions before we run out of time It's a selfish question for me. No, actually, but the (laughs) the 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 one is you know you 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 you've talked a lot of um we we were talking offline on on nutrition stuff and Mm. that's always like a hard thing. I've gotten on this kick the last I would say eight months. You know, I I bought a cow recently from a Mm. local farmer, and, and that seems to be a big kick. You know, different foods, what you should be eating. We have a garden that we grow our own stuff in people that that uh, you what type of nutritional advice do you have for for people or what got you into to that I know you've had a a history of that but I I got I got to ask
1: yeah sure Uh, I'll probably say something no one's heard or or make people uncomfortable with but so let me explain how food works so for performance mental and physical and spiritual food cannot bring you to your peak but it can bring you to your valley so that's why food is so important to control. And that's why people have such problems with it is because it does not enhance athletic performance. It only preserves your athletic and mental and spiritual potential. If you put garbage in your body, your potential goes to garbage. If you put the most expensive, greatest food, most whatever, you will be optimum up to the point of your training. So if you've done spiritual, cognitive and physical training, whatever you've done, your food intake will preserve it or destroy it. That's it. This is why people have problems with food is they don't see the benefit of it, because there is none other than to keep you where you should be based on your training. So I've seen people like train for a decade, and they have something that disagrees with them. It's all out the window. Right. And that could be like food, food, coloring. Yeah. Preservatives, it Could be anything nowadays. It could, man, it could be so much stuff. And what I do, I think we talked about this is I always test my nervous system when I'm eating some stuff. And the test that I do is I try to touch my toes, right? I stand up, keep my knees locked. I go to touch my toes. If I've eaten something that disagrees with me, um, I'm going to be limited because my nervous system is is under that fight, flight, freeze mechanism. And if I've eaten something that agrees with me, based on like, what's in my DNA, blah, 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 I'm, I'm gonna lose some stuff people but it's in my book, if you want to read my book, all the stuff's in there. It's awesome. That that part's awesome. So uh, it's all about like, making sure your nervous system is in agreement with what you're doing. That's what an allergy is. It's it's this object that is associated with something bad in your life, somehow, some way. And I've gotten people totally rid of their allergies. I don't have any. So like, whatever. And what's, but,
0: and what's the easy. name of the book?
1: It's called state of being. How everything you need to win is within you,
0: and you can get that on his website as well, folks. That's right. So make sure you yep. you check that out as well. Ken, <clears throat> <laughs> you're on a show called the Decision Hour, I, I, and I could spend all night talking to you, dude. It, I I love it when we get together. Um, you're on a show called the Decision Hour, and we we make decisions every day. We Have to. Mm. But name a time in your life when your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. What was it, and what was the atmosphere like at that time?
1: Well, um, I tell people there's two situations that reveal who you are. It's a decision that both answers are wrong, or both decisions are wrong, And the other event is when both decisions are right. Those are the two most difficult periods in a in a human being's decision making experience. So for me, recent, I'll just do the recent one is. Well, actually, you know what? No, like after my accident, I had a decision to be a victim and play that victim card and have nobody expect anything of me. And every time I do something, everyone celebrates. And it's, and it's, it's what's called inspiration, which is a disease. Do not seek to be inspirational. Do not do it because then you will always be overcoming something in order to be inspirational and you will self-sabotage yourself all the time. Or take responsibility and like move the ball forward, even if it's a centimeter and the whole field is a marathon. And that's exactly what I did is I said, I'm, I cannot pass along victim mentality to my kids. And I, I didn't even have like a wife, a girlfriend at that time, right? I just knew I'll eventually I'm going to have kids. And that was my decision. And it was the hardest thing because it's so nice and comfortable to be a victim and be inspirational and have everyone over you and you have no expectation, especially in America, man, very easy to do that. And I turn my back on that. And it was the hardest, toughest, most rewarding decision I ever made in my life.
0: I think we just set a new standard for this show. Ken, I I, I very much appreciate you, brother, everything that you do. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come listen to us. Folks, you, this isn't the last that you've you've heard of Ken. You're actually going to see him quite a bit more. Uh, we're going to have him back here in a couple months as well as, uh, you know, go check out our parent network, heroesmediagroup.com. Uh, go check out all the podcast shows over there, new articles and stuff uh, that are going up. Ken, thank you.
1: Welcome, buddy. Thank you. And for anyone who's listening and eventually watching this, I did. Uh, I'm on Adam. Like he's got to get this on video because <laughs> you got to see our faces. Yeah, see me tear up just a few seconds ago. It just hits hits at home so much. Um, so I'm calling him out right there. But for everyone who's listening, watching, like, thank you. For, for this. You could be doing anything right now. And he chose to be here with us. And that is a huge honor. And I take that responsibility so seriously. Thanks, buddy. Absolutely,
0: brother. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time we got. Uh, again, go check out Google Air Force Ken. You'll be happy that you did follow him on, on social media. Again, you will, you will be happy that you did. I, I, there are uh, a few people in the inner circle of Adam Bird, and, and I'm honored to call Ken one of those people. Um, just it, it, he's, he's just an amazing individual. So uh, very much appreciate you, my friend. Go check out all, uh, again, go check out our parent ne- uh, network, Heroes Media Group. Go to heroesmediagroup.com. If you're a podcaster or a author and you want to turn your book into an audio book, shoot us an email, info at heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.